only one group of people had this could see this movie. If I had to select one group of people to see this movie for me, mm-hmm. it would be the black man. Mm-hmm. Every black man, if nobody else sees mm-hmm. this movie for me, yeah. Every black man needs yeah. to see this movie so that you can realize, so that we can realize, and not me just realize, but me just being assured, okay, because the reality was always there, mm-hmm. that, and, and the owner shouldn't even be on our black women, let me just say that. But so much is But the black woman, I so feel like, is going them. to save the us. World. We have to give them the support that they need, because she was like, I got... The tools to kind of get us through this. I need yeah, your support, and you that's how tell. I felt about that. Well, you okay. Tell, like, Go I ahead. Say, you could tell what Queen the world was on her shoulders. Mm-hmm. It was, but the thing and about she was mm-hmm. li- she was looking to lighten that burden of those that world being on someone else's shoulders. She mm-hmm. was looking to lighten that burden off of uh, Slim. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, that what's beautiful about Slim? I'm sorry. No, you good. You what's good. Beautiful about Slim is that. He will, I don't remember seeing anything too toxic about him. Nope. As far mm-hmm. as in this place mm-hmm. of toxic accident whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He was mm-hmm. a person that I love family. Mm-hmm. I just want to go home. Mm-hmm. That's this main thing. Mm-hmm. You I can't. You got to give home. it up. You got to drop everything and go right now. He said, but what about you? You got She's everything like, going on. She said, like, I have to was, leave it there. I have to and leave it. a mostly honest black man and I love the He was. Fuck. He was. Out of seeing that. Baby, that thing I gave wish I could see life. more emotionally honest black yeah. men. So, I love you. Yeah. For those who are emotionally honest, I love the fuck out of you. Come, please, be in my DMs. <laughs> you. Thank you. I'm going to sip to that. Okay. You can find him at Bait Nation. <laughs> oh, Bait Nation on Instagram with Bamboo Blues. Thank you very much. Okay. Bamboo Boy you Blues. He's really not a nuts I'm not going to take my personal he's not. He, he's got some round liqueur. <laughs> You're right. Uh, lubricating. You're right. So, and then before we go get to the point, mm-hmm. like the, the, I guess you could say the rise, a part of still the rising action, but then we talk about when they were at the, the Chubby's mm-hmm. burger place. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they called the one little boy over to get them burgers and stuff. And like, even in that one-on-one conversation that they had, and that's when I think the true identity of Queen came out. Mm-hmm. About the complexities and the various layers of her. Yeah. And she told him how, like, I'm a defense attorney and this, that, and the other. Mm-hmm. And Slim had the fucking audacity to say, well, are you a good lawyer? Mama yeah. turned around, I'm an excellent, excellent. lawyer. Yes. No, attorney. Attorney, yes. And then Slim brought her back down to ground zero. Why do you need to be excellent? Because we black. Yeah. Like, like, what, what, Point what, blank what standards were established that said you had to be excellent to do At your job me. well? And she was so pissed because she ain't had nothing to say. Yeah. But isn't that what we've always been told? To be excellent. Yeah. To be better than our counterparts because counterparts because we still going to get less than what they get when they do absolutely. Well, we I, have to. We're hearing from yeah. two groups. All my life from two groups of individuals yeah. I heard that I have to be excellent and excellent. they were black and white. I, what, wish, what, I wish I had the privilege to what, sit there and be mm-hmm. my just self. Because, you know, I had, a, you know, I, I wish I had the hard upbringing and I had to ask my dad for a, a, a million, million dollar dollars. loan to start my business. <laughs> That's so, so tough. Because okay. I, I, I think back to uh, God damn it! I forgot what I was about to say. What's it like to get Ooh, a billion dollars to start my own business? No, y'all keep cutting life. me off. That's the problem. Ooh, what's that like? I'm sorry. Mm, that's a lie. Is it? <laughs> I don't know. It may be. It's not. You're sipping brown too. 
That has nothing to do with it because we reminded when we started having this conversation in the parking oh, lot. Girl. Didn't you cut me off? Uh, Again, yeah, because I, I didn't want to hear that mess you was talking about saying that this Ooh, girl wrote girl. this lady wrote a sickening <laughs> script, honey. I didn't say her her script was sickening because there was some shit that was just extremely cliche. I was like, baby, no, ma'am. But I overall, was calling this movie down to the ground. I'm like, the ooh, overall, this gonna happen. That's the, gonna happen. The overall I love y'all. effect uh-huh. I vibed with mm-hmm. because I really feel Lena Waithe wrote this film the way the fuck she did it. It ended the way the fuck it did to get black people to fucking open their mouths and talk. To get black people out to the fucking polls. To get black people present and aware of what their damn rights are. I really feel like this was a call to action. This is a man. Mainly the way you sexy person you are. I appreciate you so much. You create the person you I love you. Babe, I'm over you, Miss Thing, honey. Why? I am over you. Why? I don't even know you, Why? mama. Why? I, don't I don't even know Why? you because I feel like this movie, for me, uh-huh. was written for black people. It was. And, I mean, of course. And I feel like it's a Hope Leech movie. Ooh. So, can, can you explain please? this term? Explain Hope Leech. It's a I'm Hope just... Leech. It's a movie that sucks all the hope out of you. Did it suck it all out? It sucked it all out. I doubt it. It I'm, sucked it all out. Because all the hope that happened mm-hmm. in the beginning of the movie adds up to nothing. I want to say, I'm from East Lake, so I want to say all the N-words. Listen, I was very hopeful throughout this whole movie. Like, oh, they're going to make it. It's mm-hmm. going to be all right. Mm-hmm. But it was just every single turn that was just something that was distressing me the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I was in that theater just doing all kinds of holding my head, rolling around, screaming. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm going to be that person in this theater today because I just can't take this because I just want them to win and get the fuck out of America. Because Go ahead. No, so, because mm-hmm. we're all over the place and I don't really feel we're going to be able to cover the entire movie oh, and yeah. the time that we, we have because we're already over our typical 30 minutes. 30 to 45 minutes, we're getting there. So we're just going to go into highlights and general discussion. So one highlight that I most definitely have is the ever-so-sickening motherfucking India Moore. Like, when we talk about damn progression, like, baby, come on. Portraying as cisgender, but then I know she identifies as, like, non-binary anyway. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. India Moore was fucking phenomenal. Even for the little bit of a cameo she got. I'm like, girl, she didn't really do a lot, but... Like at the end the of the cameo, day, but, yeah, but it was she was she still she's beautiful. She's she still is, got a cute coin. I'm well, like I'm not interested in, in like what she got, but she was absolutely beautiful. And I, I do adore her, and every time I've been seeing her in so much stuff, yeah, which is sickening, and like she was so sultry, yeah. I was like, oh my god, just dainty. I breathe for her. And I wish that she had like a bigger role just because like she's I part of the community. I think it's coming. It'll definitely come. I feel like Indy like, was very India Moore in the movie. Like she played her part and she yeah. was being that very like loving angel character. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm gonna do all those things. I just want to give a shout out to uh, Joaquin Woodbine for just being Joaquin Woodbine. Yes. Every movie, any movie he Joaquin the fuck out that Woodbine, he gonna show me be black. And I appreciate him so much for being that uncle you can... T- like, I, I mm-hmm. really think that we should give more flowers to Joaquin yeah. Woodbine for just yeah. him being who he was because... He gave us a New Orleans uncle that you could tell had PTSD and all those things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh-huh. Over a pink cared for uh-huh. his, 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 his niece because yeah. the niece got him out of some shit and everything like yeah. that. And I wanted to speak on that, like the, the dynamics of the black family. Yeah. That it don't matter. And and that's the shit that like 
strikes me about just how fucking powerful and how magical the fuck we are, right? The shit her uncle did, mm-hmm. and she was able yes. to still know I can go to him and rely on him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I I could still I could still rely on him to produce right. something, and I think that that first encounter with her uncle kind of had that trickling effect of just the black support mm-hmm. that I'm that, that that trailed yeah but not that afterwards kind of at the same time yeah the black support that of course had like this it was energy. so much black support I, baby well, I live for that club scene it that club scene was everything but it was black support with an interjection of like white support which I yeah. it would be silly yeah. of me to not yeah. think that they were gonna come across a white man mm-hmm. if they needed a plane to go somewhere but I'm like I really don't want a white person. Uh, being the one who helps us get to so therefore they the get the white they, they savior get, yeah they like I'm their, like no yeah, they get the little white horse and savior uh, token um, there and that was I don't feel that that was necessary because I, I really feel that the black people are extremely instrumental that we could have done this I, so, motherfucker I, I honestly no 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 I have the floor I have the floor okay go go I really feel that they not Included white people in their in their progression to freedom. Yeah, because I really looked at this as like the twenty the twentieth twenty first century's rendition of the Underground Railroad. Okay, and I really feel that had we just stuck with people that they knew and not like a network of other people, because that little fuck boy with them old stink ass grills. We gonna talk like about it. we gonna get to him, but I just had to mention him. Like, had it been people we knew, our community. And, yeah. oh, I'm not done. Yeah. And so I'm a whole have. And so I really feel that they would have made it to the final destination without a problem. Had they stuck with people that they that, knew. that they knew. First of all, I do appreciate the fact that there was a I won't say multicultural support, but was there was support of white people. Even though the guy in the gas station was weird, he was just like, I just he was hold, crazy. I just want to hold the Glock. I just want to uh-huh. hold it. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna aim it at you. Scare you for a little bit, mm-hmm. but again, they—they. They, I, I, right I think they get off on that. Fear. Get your gas for free. Go because mm-hmm. everybody's like, we tired of cops just shooting you off for no fucking reason. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And then once once they get to the little family, it's like the wife was just like, oh, I could, oh, we could pay off our mortgage real. Quick. No, the white woman said that. White yeah, woman. the white woman. Yeah. But at the same time, shout out to Flea. Flea, you did that. I'm glad you. Is that his first acting debut? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Flea, you cute. But listen, it was just one of those things where it's just like, nah, it's. It was it was just seeing the diverse kind of diversity in the support. It was just like, listen, it's one of those things where it's again self differentiation. I don't know what you did. I just know you shot a cop, but you may have had a reason to. Like, I don't think black folks ain't gonna be go. Oh, listen, in reality, and I want to say this, and y'all can at me at this. I don't give a shit. Black folks ain't gonna go out shooting cops unless unless it was that one man that went out shooting cops. Mm-hmm. But black folks ain't gonna go out just targeting cops and stuff like that. My personal opinion. I so, just don't see black people hurting other people for no reason. Like what? Normally, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna be the sparks person, but but usually when black folks do harm to other black folks, it's because they know them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. much it. It's either a crime of passion or some shit over drugs or mm-hmm. money. That's pretty much it, or family disputes. Yeah. But other than that, we ain't going out looking at white cops and trying to shoot them. 
Yeah. Happy. I don't give a shit. Like, I'm bold tonight. But it's one of those things where it's just like the support they had throughout the film, like the most beautiful scene ever for me mm-hmm. was when they went to the juke joint just to have a good old time. And it's like, you know, the bartender's like, we know who you are, but you're safe here. The fact, anytime someone says you're safe here, mm-hmm. it's a matter of your spirit of discernment. Either you trust it or you don't. If someone mm-hmm. legit fixes their mouth to say you're safe here, you have to decide whether that person is being honest or not. Mm-hmm. I'm a person, because I'm a person that has a group of men that I love very much, and I let them know every fucking day they are safe and they are loved. If they don't believe it, they can leave my fucking group, mm-hmm. but they still here, because I want to make sure that black folks feel fucking safe. It yeah. is important to me, because I never feel safe. Yeah. It is important to me to make sure that if I don't feel safe, other folks feel safe, because that's what I want. Mm-hmm. So when that woman and her gold tooth and beauty and her quick weave said you you are safe here, I believed her ass. Yeah, because you were in a room full of black folks dancing that juke joint, mm-hmm. having a good ass time. You ain't gonna be called. You're not gonna be called on to say, oh, we're gonna get y'all arrested because of what y'all did. Because we understand there was a reason that had to happen. You ain't gonna just out and go out and shoot some cop mm-hmm. just because. He white. It is more to that than anything else. So mm-hmm. when someone says you're safe here, use your spirit discernment to decide whether you feel safe or not. Yeah, and that's still slim really important to yeah. uh, safe spaces. And I think to the same effect, like, I, I, which is why again I felt this was very much so like a rendition of the 21st century of the Underground Railroad. Like, you're not, we're not. You're not vying for, you're not running for safety or freedom from slavery, but you're running from sla- you're running for freedom uh, uh, from captivity. And captivity, of course, is again like like Queen said at the beginning. If you confess, you become property of the state. Yeah. Point blank. Period. And, she and it's a boy and, it, and it mean and it means so much to me that that mindset shifted. That you no longer become a person. You go back to slavery. You become yeah. property. Yeah, and and then even though like Queen's uncle kind of even referred to the various women in his house as property, like and, and again, men, you got to check yeah. that toxic masculinity of yeah. looking at women or any any individual, uh, for that matter, as property. They are they're human beings, right? And I, I really look at like the codes and and mm-hmm. and just the the way of communicating without communicating. Because again, when they were the last sense that they did, and then the one older lady had, um, you know, just threw up a signal. It's like, we see you. Yeah, yeah. Like, and Queen was like, shook. Yeah. Because I don't think Queen ever experienced that much support yeah. from her community before. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I felt that as well. Um, again, it was, it was so many nuggets in this movie that I am trying my best just not to just really talk about because okay, I feel like we can spoil it. Yeah, yeah, but talk about what you need to talk about. Yeah, we. It's just you know I think that um, I think that it was important for those officers at the end. I'm I've just kind of fast forward toward to the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Go in, go ahead. This movie is st- definitely a hope leech. Okay. It sucks all of the hope out of you leaving. Because for me, it's like, how do I feel leaving this movie? And I also compared it to, it's this movie was like the Danny Glover in Color Purple. Hmm. Oh. I hated him. 
like for many years, for about 20 years strong. And from what I understand, like, um, what do you call it? Like the move, like wherever they, like the in California. Screen Actors Guild. Yeah, they like hated them too. Like the idea of putting him in other movies, it just wasn't going to work or doing other work. Because they were like, he was so good. He was so dynamic. So believable. It's so believable in Color Purple that you just like, I hate this man with everything in me. And that strong feeling and emotion that I had leaving Color leaving Color Purple with regard to his character yeah. is, how, um, is how I really kind of like felt in a way about uh, Queen and Slim. The thing is, though, is that the color purple I left with a sense of hope because the main character Steven, like yeah. got freedom. Yeah. In this movie, I felt like there was an opportunity, especially this is something that was written by a black person, black queer person, a black queer person, which is so worse for me. How? I don't, I don't care how realistic like the the scenario, like the the script was to. Circumstances that we experience as people of color. Mm -hmm. I don't care about that. I feel like this movie was specifically written for black people, and yeah. all the, and I feel like it stripped the hope from me. Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm just gonna say from me. Yeah, and and I know that Queen and Slim got on that plane and was able to fly away. That that would have um, excited black people in a totally different way that I white people mm -hmm. would fear. Wouldn't they be, they wouldn't want that. They wouldn't be able to handle but that. But why would a black person who wrote this wouldn't want to excite that type of hope in black people? But let me say that mm -hmm. I'm not saying that they should have gotten away. That would have been sweet, up. but I'm like a middle ground would have been them just being caught and the police giving them a hard time or maybe beating them, but we like, of course I think not. they made it and they were alive. But the reason that wouldn't happen, and I'm going to say this and, I, and I, you guys can say I because I hear, I, it, this movie is amazing, people. It's amazing. The reason that they could not allow them to live is because, one, it would give us hope and as black power. people and power, absolutely. And secondly, they already had hints of that fear because the people were rioting. And that young man, they oh felt had God. influenced. They had influenced him to go I'm and sorry. kill an officer, and that officer was a black man. Here's the thing: that young, like I get it, that young boy was stupid. Mm. No, not no. stupid, misguided. No. Mm. No. 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 no, 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 no. I'm not for either of. I don't. I'm sorry. I don't. Here's the thing, and this is me being a very old man in my spirit. Mm -hmm. This is a black man, I'm mm -hmm. sorry, I'm very passionate, mm -hmm. that comes to you and says, go home. Mm -hmm. Black man that come to you, takes his face up, like his mm -hmm. mask up to say, hey, go home. I understand. Listen, millennials, young people, Gen, what is it? That's Gen, Gen Z. Z. I understand the importance of wanting to make sure that your name is out there that you're heard, that you're seen as famous and beautiful. It does not to be the be the reason of standing up against something the way you lose your life. Mm -hmm. You can be very influential. This comes from someone that is very influential, mm -hmm. and I claim myself and I own my shit now. Mm -hmm. I am a good man. I don't have to sh hold a gun to no one's face to be influential. The what I saw there was fear and wanting, and the fear. And the thing is with Gen Zs, want to make sure that they are heard and known. You don't have to die to be heard and known. 
You can do amazing shit and be heard and known without losing your fucking life. The way that ha- the way that was handled, I understand completely. So I don't don't think I don't understand, but I still feel it was fucking stupid. Yep. First of all, there was another black man that was trying to tell you something. Go home. Yet out of your own fear, you choose to pull the fucking trigger and kill another black man that did nothing to you. And then you end up losing your life. So at the end of the day, that was fucking stupid. No matter how people feel, and, I'm, and you know, I want to hear everyone's opinions, but that was just dumb. You could have just continued protesting, but you wanted to make a name for yourself. When in the end, the picture alone could have made a name for you. But no, that wasn't enough. See, so, and I think that what he did was protesting, and I don't think it was out of fear. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, to the same effect, though, I don't think mm-hmm. what he did was operating out of fear. I think he was operating out of Generation Z culture, making a name for themselves. Think about all the various social media challenges, the Tide Pod challenges, the Cinnamon Challenge, like all those other things. And if you, if we recollect ever so candidly and vividly the conversation he had with Queen and Slim with his dad when his dad told him to go out for a walk. Right, um, and he specifically said, "Y'all going to be legendary whether you live or die." And he said, he "I story. want to be legendary." Again, mm-hmm. the, the 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 Generation Z culture is far worse than the Millennial culture. The Generational Z culture, they want to be known, they want to be seen, they want to make a name for themselves at any means necessary, point blank, period. Mm-hmm. And even Slim had tried to correct him and say, "Nah." You have a future. You get to do this. Like you have an opportunity to that. still be legendary, but you don't have to go out there. Because even when he told him we're going to want to protest for y'all, and even Slim said, "Why would you do that?" Here's the thing, mm. and the other thing that pisses me off, and this is not by any means to downplay people of the Gen Z thing, and I'm not a boomer because I like the people. Oh, hey, boomer! Like I know that's a thing. Stop that! Don't sit there mocking anyone's generational. Uh, differences based on your own differences because we've seen shit, been through shit whether you are a Gen X, Millennial or Boomer, we all have experiences that we have had this is something based on the, the way that happened, I feel like it was a necessary footnote but it's part of reality yeah. that these things happen because people want to be known yeah. he could have he very well just took his ass home but I I don't go, I don't I, I, I what, do not I agree with you point. guys at all. Go like, ahead. I think that maybe these could have been um, some of the his inner workings, uh, but I I don't I don't feel like I I I, I don't I I don't agree with this. I don't I okay. don't. What I think happened here was this young man seeing this video and interpreting it for himself. Found something to believe in on his own. Mm-hmm. And recognize that, like, there's an injustice that's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, so many other injustices. Because for me, I feel like this movie was happening in real time. Like, yeah. they already had, like, like, like all the things that we've experienced about, like, police brutality, they've experienced in this movie. Yeah. And this was just something, something else that they get to experience, which for us is just, like, not real in the movie. But for them, it's, like, an additional it's experience. Like, yeah. So... For me, it was like him saying, oh, my God, this is happening. This is real. Like, and you guys are here with me. Like, the people that I saw, like, be subject to injustice. And this is just too much for me. And and I feel like I need to to do do something. something. I need to do something because this is wrong. And for me, what I felt like I saw when that officer was walking up to him, like, he was leaving. And he was like, I don't. 
I don't know if I did enough because I came here to do something. Yeah. But and I don't know. But I don't know if enough. I've done enough. So I'm gonna turn back and re-engage. And all he saw was an officer come to him and yes, started to talk to him. Time. When that officer lift up his shield, that boy was surprised to see that he was black. And what I saw was him contemplating like what to do with that. Because of what I to- see. He was expecting a different response. What I, yes, because what I see are two colors. Yeah. Black and blue. And, and so, and, and I don't know how to contend with that because for me, and not for me as in JR, but for me as the, like this young man, yeah. is that the black is overriding, the blue is overriding the black. It's yeah. like completely discounting still, the black because, because a black man didn't come here to tell these black people to not, not to be do, here to yeah. do Blue told them to not do this. And so what I see is a me being a black man and this being a blue man and that and I am saying, okay, I know this is a blue man who lives a black man's life. Right. Uh, you know, and have black man experience. And so in some way they can relate to me, but in other ways they can't. And mm-hmm. this is still the enemy. Damn. This is the person that has served an injustice of, of people who I don't I don't question their color. Like Damn. these people are I'm true. Sorry, I cannot see that anymore. I'm tired of taking excuse, like accepting mm-hmm. excuses of Gen Z or other millennials that Mm-mm. that don't see us. Mm-mm. We exist. No. Yes, there are black people that Mm-mm. are for whatever Mm-mm. reason Mm-mm. chose to be cops. But at the same time, I cannot lo- no longer accept the fact of I just. This is because I deal. I've dealt with someone who is of the Gen Z generation, and I am tired of the ignorance. Mm-hmm. I am tired of not being seen. I am tired of being an example of someone that is good, and being ignored for it. So I understand how you feel, but at the same time, with someone who is choosing to lead by example and be mm-hmm. the person that I want to see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This black man said, "Go home. You don't want to be here. Your dumbass. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Chose to still pull the trigger out of fear. How many times have how 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 many men have pulled the trigger on me when I tried to love them? Mm-hmm. When I've tried to show support to them? I'm sorry. I can't accept that anymore. I've been through too much trauma and hurt to sit there and love on people that sit there and piss in my face." When I try to love on them. So I understand how you feel, but it hurts my feelings when I've done nothing but be there, but be nothing but a bold support. Not just for people that are in the Gen Z, millennials, people in my squad. I've been nothing but supportive to these niggas. And I say niggas because I love y'all. Uh-huh. And so, but at the same time, I'm, I'm sorry. At the same time, I'm tired of being shitted on. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. By men that I love, uh-huh. love fiercely and unapologetically in my own vulnerability. He did not have to pull that fucking trigger. I don't care how to feel nothing. He didn't have to pull a fucking gun on me. After I show my face and say, you need to go home. Mm-hmm. Go home. You yeah. still choose to pull the trigger on me out of fear. How many times have I been shot? I've been shot several fucking times. Mm-hmm. But the same type of people who I try to fucking love on a daily basis. It hurts. So to see that man be shot, it shocked me. When all that man was trying to do was loving that boy and say, go take your ass home. So I understand how you feel, but I'm the person that's getting shot on a daily basis. So it pisses me off to know that I can continually love on a black man and still mm-hmm. be shot no matter what I do when all I'm trying to do is love your black ass. Yeah, I I, I see you, A, but I want to say this in response to his, oh, his interjection. Well. 
I understand, but his his response to um and my I'm response to his interjection. I'm waiting for you to talk. But I rather like kind of dig in on you. There's no need. Okay, but I felt the need. It's cement, darling. You can't. Oh, you go ahead. My... Keep going. I love you're working on your wit. Working on it, darling. It's always yeah. been present. It. But then, um. So um. Yeah. So I hear that, Coach, and I empathize with it. I will say though that I can imagine people saying like you know with him being a black for me I, I kind of think and feel that people like well because he was a black man like he didn't have to do this this is a black man coming to a black young man and trying to give him guidance but I'm like this isn't like what that situation is about like this mm-hmm. is this is like a tumultuous like high energy type of situation, high like emotions. like high emotion. I'm, no, I'm not sorry. No, I'm not sorry. No, yeah, sorry. don't be. So for me, it's different. So and I can see like if that was a white officer, I in my I imagine, but you're here to set the record straight. But I imagine if that was a white officer, I well I don't imagine. I wonder if your position would be the same. It would not. And so and so without elaboration, because mm-hmm. I want to pass it on over and hear what Abe has to say. So for me. I am not thinking about the color, the race of the officer. Understood. I'm thinking about the color that the officer represents. Because I think when, as black people, uh, we try, I, I believe from what I hear from my community and what I even think as a black person, that I've tried to give grace and I hear where I, my community has given grace to people who are black like me. And also officers of the law and recognize that these are the same people who still they shoot and kill us too. Or they stand right beside the white people who do. Mm-hmm. And it's like at the end of the day, like I'm recognizing that it's not a fight against black people and um and white officers, it's black people and blue. It, it, and so and that's what how I'm like processing it processing it. So I don't feel like he did something that was like total like extremely terrible because it, it was it was I, I think it's just him trying to figure out like what's the best way for me to show some to act on this go ahead Abe so I I want to look at some other elements that I feel and I feel had it been a little bit more developed in the film I think this would address the the conversation that both of you are addressing right now um, I look at the family complex, so the family construct of mm-hmm. Junior um, mm-hmm. and his dad. So that was his uncle, right? That was his dad. Oh, that was his dad. That was his dad. That okay. was his dad because okay. he specifically said, "How about some insurance?" And then Queen said, "No, I don't want anything materialistic because you can replace that." And she and he said, "Junior, uh, this is my son. Mm-hmm. Take mm-hmm. these cut. Take these people for a walk. Stay mm-hmm. close. Stay off the roads." Um. <clears throat> And I look at, even though, yes, he was in the same vicinity, I think about, again, how I was raised. My dad would have, like, when my dad's mowing the lawn, he had myself and my older brother outside mowing the lawn with him. When my dad wasn't there because he had to travel and my mom was cooking in the kitchen, my mom had me in the kitchen doing with her. You have your son who's just sitting there mm-hmm. on the back of your truck instead of in there learning. Like, and I think about... From even though we haven't had this conversation ourselves, but I think about again how we were raised and how we got to learn so much that we did. Some of us was just through life. Some of us was also more than likely from that experiential knowledge that we acquired from our family members or even our chosen family. 
And I look at specifically the lack of conversation between the dad and the son, because again, did the dad even permit him to go to that protest? Or did he just do it because he was because he could? He just did it. He just did it because he could. I I know anywhere I went, and even now when I visit my parents' home, I very rarely leave without letting someone know where I'm going. Even though they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna uh, lay on an overwhelming amount of questions, I'm just like, girl, I don't live here. I'm just mm-hmm. visiting, mm-hmm. like specifically to my mom, and and like and I'm just like, so I, I look at that, and and I understand where both of you are coming from, but. I don't want to say that the, the total onus is on the child because, again, that child only had 16 years of experience living in this world. Mm-hmm. And so, and I mean, you're all subject to your own opinions, thoughts, and feelings. But I want to make sure that we're looking at the whole picture and not just looking at one particular, in, one particular instance and one particular person. Because, again, a person can only operate off of what they know. Mm-hmm. Speaking to you and what you've been talking about, Coach, like... People can only respond to emotions that they're used to receiving. If you're presenting something to someone that is foreign to them, i.e. unconditional love, they're not going to know how to respond to that. They're going to shut down and they're going to what we know as self-sabotage because Mm -hmm. I'm not used to getting something good without something bad. So Mm -hmm. therefore, since he's not doing something bad, I need to do the good. Mm -hmm. I mean, no. Since he's not doing the bad, I have to do the bad. Yeah. So I I recognize that my passion comes from a personal place. Mm -hmm. And I want to acknowledge Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Because of my own personal experience dealing with not just uh, people, but just in general, people that are not used to unconditional love. Mm -hmm. I was Mm -hmm. very upset what happened with Junior. Mm -hmm. Because he did not have to die. Right. And what irks me is the fact that there was a gentle and calm approach to be like, just go home. Just go home. But in the midst of what, though? But, but still, but still, but still, but still. So now it let's, was let's, a calm approach. But then let's, in the midst of chaos. But, then, but still, to the same extent, let's be fair. Let's look, now let's go take it all the way back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. Slim mm-hmm. approached that officer mm-hmm. who was extremely disrespectful, extremely ornery, with nothing but calm cool and collectedness mm-hmm. and he still was pretty he ended up with a gun in his face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so and I think that that was kind of like that double edged sword that it's like we got white people killing us and then we got ourselves killing ourselves so mm-hmm. here's where the hurt comes from no matter what I do whether I'm calm or angry or all mm-hmm. these things like that I'm I can't still do that. at risk for being shot yeah mm-hmm. I, I can't just because can't I'm like, trying to care Mm-hmm. So excuse me for me on being emotional, but it is at a point where I am exhausted personally yeah. in my own personal life for trying to care for people and still getting shot on a daily basis just because I am trying to be something that mm-hmm. I want to be for myself so I can be that to other people. So this particular oh space God. or that particular uh-huh. scene hurt me the most. Uh-huh. And then if we can... Kind of fast, but just to kind of go off of what you've just shared with us, Coach. Mm-hmm. I think about it when both Slim and Queen finally came into their full holistic selves. Mm-hmm. Their lives ended when they finally got to a place of fullness mm-hmm. or completeness, for lack of better words. Mm-hmm. Like their lives ended. But at the same time, while they were connecting sexually, intimately, a young boy was dying 
trying to fight for what he thought he believed in when he could have just went home. And I'm going to keep emphasizing that he could have just went home. And I don't, I'm not, I'm a person that no. stands up for what you believe in, uh -uh. fight for all those things like uh -uh. that. But when in that space, and I, I, again, I trust in the universe and whatever. If someone was just like, hey, I'm going to lift my guard up and say, hey, please, I understand, go home, and you still shoot him uh -uh. out of fear. I don't know. I think when you say out of fear, mm. when you say that he did it out of fear, it justifies your position because I don't see it out of fear. I just see it like just out of anger. It was out of anger because think about the facial response he gave after the trigger, after yeah. after the shot. He was, he, he was, was like, like, She's like, Whoa. oh my God, I just did like that. Like I just did that. And he lost his life. And and I'm sure this is something that he knew that was probably was going to happen because he was ready to die. I don't know if he was ready to die, yeah, but I do. I but I, I do think... believe that he was ready to do something to speak to the injustice that he has witnessed. Not just with Queen and Slim, not but just, just but yeah, throughout. And it's like I I have to do something, and and that for me is no different than Martin Luther King or Malcolm mm. X. Like these people died because they said I have to do something. So I don't see anything wrong well, with that. Young, they had he had a plan too. Okay, he Good had man. a plan. I don't see anything wrong, and I'm okay with anybody who sees his move and feels like you see something wrong with the young man doing that. I'm not saying what he did was right. But I'm also not going to say what he did was wrong. Right. I, I think a lot of times it's Where that's the energy for, that is given to yeah. us as black people. Where like people tell right us how we got to, how we necessary. should be upset, how we should riot, mm -hmm. how we should protest. Like we hear that all the time. It's like, like you're not, you're not protesting right. You're not going about this right. Well, yeah. what's the white way to do it? Right, not white, honey. What did I say? White. Okay. <laughs> Did you see that need to be corrected? <laughs> okay. And it's like, what's the white way to do it? It's like, there is no, there is no wrong way to do it. It's there's just no a white way and a... There's no right way or wrong way. What I'm saying is that sometimes to my uh, people of what, does it, Gen Z? I forgot what it is. Gen, Gen Z. Z. Babies, honey. The babies. babies, the churn. Okay. <laughs> Have a better spirit discernment and, and learn how to understand what safety means before you just be ready to pull any type of triggers or die for something you believe in. Take time to find understanding before you just go so damn all out. We've done life. this work, though. We have. They have not. And again, yeah, no, 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 wait, 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 because again, I go back to what I said before. And again, coach, what we just said is like our babies, our children, like the churn, like you got to know what safety is. But if you lived a life and you never know what safe meant or what if you never know what true safety was, mm -hmm. if your definition of safety is just being able to keep dry. That's all you're going to operate from. If your definition of safety and security is a warm home, a loving family, and, and food to eat, and not having a want for anything, that's a totally different perspective. Mm -hmm. Everyone is not going to have the same definition of what safety is, of what love is, of, of what a threat is, of what fear is. Like Everyone's mm -hmm. journey, everyone's experience is going to uh, define those various terms and those various experiences for them. Yeah, that's a perfect way to describe Queen and Slim's relationship. Both of them have an idea of what safety and protection means. For Queen, it was a whole different deal to deal with having to defend her uncle 
in a murder trial when it comes to her own mother. Spoiler alert, just in case, if we mm-hmm. said that enough. That is a whole thing to deal with, to defend your uncle who basically killed your mother accidentally. Mm-hmm. So her idea of safety and family is different from what Slim's idea of safety and family is. Because mm-hmm. he wanted to call his father as soon as he could. And Indeed. He and everybody was like, why the fuck you calling? But okay. daddy, but daddy stepped Baby daddy. up and shut it down. Woo! And shut it down. Because I'm like, yo, Abe, you were like, this call was too long. Baby, it's going too long. This, this call's going too fucking long. <laughs> Arrest me because you're okay. not going to get my son. Okay, so, not with my help you won't. Okay. Won't. And then you can't do anything because really what justice is he obstructed? Because again, at the end of the day, the officers knew they did not have a fucking case. If this officer had, the white officer that ended up getting killed at the beginning had a history of killing people. You killed an unarmed black man that was taking his, his child, child to, to school. school. And, shot, and you just shot him. Then shot an unarmed black woman in her thigh. Right. That, that's on camera. No gun. On camera. Mm. And then, like, that's self-defense. You can't contest with that. But the thing is, because we're black, we already knew that. We're a threat. We're we already knew some shit was about to pop off. We're not going to get any type of anything where it's like, no, you shot a cop. It's a white cop. You're going to jail. But damn it, one thing I do know though, when they when they pulled that thing, when that when the officer pulled them over, I was like, baby, this is a short ass movie. Movie over. Because I said they about to die right yeah, here. That- why my heart was beating so hard? I'm like, oh my god, one of them is about to money. die. This man is about to die, and the movie's gonna be about like this lady. Yeah, you know, like cause he he's he's gonna die. But then, so let's let's fast forward to the end because y'all, we've been going on and on and on and on, and I think we've definitely been adri- we've been episode, a- we've been able to address a lot of shit. The kids are gonna be tough, right? Okay. And, and I really want to talk about how my at the end. On that runway. Oh, Lord. You got to clear. It's not really real. Okay. Like, and, and <laughs> on the runway, when they finally get to what we felt was their salvation, they made it. Yes. And that ha- that nervous, old, happy-go-lucky, trigger-happy white woman. Because, again, did we not just have a court case earlier this year or last year mm-hmm. about a female, a white female officer that busted into someone else's apartment, mm-hmm. shot the man dead, but they're going to say she was scared for her life. Bitch, How? Mm-hmm. You have a whole platoon of sheriffs mm-hmm. on this runway. Everyone's armed, guns at them. Their hands were up. They just weren't moving. Well, well they was about they, they were, were fuck boy with a fucking grill. Child, they was, about, was like, yeah. oh y'all can trust me. Like, I mean, either y'all gonna stay here or come with me. That, blah blah blah. That, the fact is, is that they have been they've encountered so many people of color that had supported them along the way. That, that like they had just was like this is another person oh, they, of color that's supporting us along the way. Up. And although I'm yeah, glad they that, were gonna sit and chill, I'm glad that the white couple wasn't like this. The the white ho- like I hate that the, like I knew that if anybody again somebody had a connection to like a plane or something it was gonna be like in my mind this is so right it's so it, I shouldn't say this but I'm like this is gonna be a white person or like a, a like somebody in the cartel or something it was like one of them child that was gonna have this plane. And although, like, I kind of wish that it could have just been, like, black people or people of color all the way through who yeah. was just, like, making this be, happen. Would that be realistic? No. It, it, it's a possibility. Like, it's a possibility, hey, it could be. No. It definitely could be. But for me, I'm like, at in that moment of the movie, I'm like, man, why why they had to be white? But, but let, me, a, let me sorry, say, oh, let me oh, just oh, quickly oh, say, though, okay, is that, that towards the end, at the end, I was like, 
like at the end when the officer when the police came onto the tar onto the runway, yeah, I was like, "What in white people eat?" Okay. They should have stayed in the I movie. Thought, I thought there was going to be a set it off scene when okay. Frankie ran for it. I thought they were just going to run for it and just baby die no. die in your pursuit for liberality. But no, like like they were law abiding citizens even in that moment. Yeah, like and, and for me, even with that little fuck boy with the damn grilled teeth, the teeth grill, whatever those things are called, like I don't think he was the person that was sent to get them. Like I really don't. I think. He just had other connections. And so to make it as realistic as possible, he probably called the police, tipped them off and said, hey, this is what they're trying to do. This is da 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 Because, like, notice he was never able to answer any of their questions directly. Everyone that they met that they were sent to had a whole backstory. I think he was who they who they were supposed I to meet. Think so. I think he was who they were supposed to meet. And he... Um, it just made sense that he was that he was supposed to meet them because he knew what it take them. You know, I'm like, he 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 was in the mix to be the people to get them to where they need to be, but he decided that it was more important for me to just get the half million dollars. That that crab in the barrel but mentality. I need to do well on your back. It pissed me off. Why why do I have point. to suffer when both y'all just gotta go to jail? I did okay, so I didn't get that. I didn't get that till the end when he was counting the money. A friend mm-hmm. of mine had to tell me, like, you know, that's the reason why he was counting money is because he was the one that took them off. And it's so, because I'm like, how did the cops show up at the end? And I was like, yeah. oh. Because they oh, had so, been skate free. So I knew, free. I knew, I knew, I knew that he was probably going to, what made me feel like, well, it was a lot during the movie. I kind of knew what was ha- happening. Yeah, psychic ass. Yes, I was like, bitch. <laughs> so I was like, oh, he's going to turn them in. Because when he was like, they're going to come, the plan to be ready in the morning, I said, oh. He he, been to turn them in. I, but I'm like, I ain't gonna say this because I know I've been kind of saying what's gonna happen. And Everybody it's been else is talking too. Okay, but I'm like, I ain't gonna say this, but this man just is turning them in because what ha- I believe he was on the phone with what the pe- with the people with the plan, and they said it'll be like we can do this like in about four hours. In my mind, they were like, in about three or four hours, mm-hmm. you know, we could they can leave, and he was like. Okay, he said it'll be in the morning because he know that the police gonna come and get them. But then I, what I believe happened is that the police probably already like knew he was gonna link up with them and just follow them to the place. So he called the man back and was probably like, they said they want to leave now. And the man was like, okay, well, damn, I really need three or four hours, but they could just come on now. And he was like, okay, I they can leave in an hour. Okay, well, y'all got to come on now. That's how I think that that happened. I, I just don't believe. Yeah, because think about it, he was able to go free. Typically, they would have blocked him off too. Yeah, you know, his ass on right off. without yeah. a problem. Come out of no, so out of nowhere. And so, and so, just as we come to our wrap up, because we've mm-hmm. been talking about it, y'all. This is we we don't apologize for the long we conversation don't. because I think that this is this film was intentionally written the way it was for us to have these, these conversations. conversations. And thank I talked about thank you, Lena Wade. I don't know how I feel about you, girl. I'm just like I can't. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I don't. So, I, why would you do this to us? To get us talking. So when you don't have to, you don't have to steal my hope to get me to talk. No one stole your hope, hope darling. Leech. Hope leech. Hope Wonderful. Leech. So I want us to take into consideration this particular this this aspect, and I paid attention to it at the end. As soon as Queen got shot. Mm-hmm. At, I counted at least seven people get up and just walk out. 
Yeah. They were pissed. Legit. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. yeah. Seven people got up and walked the fuck yeah. completely all the way goddamn out. Yeah, they did. And people, yo, this is bullshit. This is the worst fucking movie ever. Da 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 da. And in my head, it's like, this is the Hope Leech part. Why did you think that they were going to win in a society that wasn't made for them to to succeed? That's it's a, but but that's one, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing, one more thing. And then to my and and I hope that this gets to those that were like in the film or those that did end up walking out. I want you to take time to kind of reevaluate your emotions, mm. that trauma bonding that you experienced, and ask yourself the question. Why did you walk out? Why were you so moved to walk out? And that's all I had. And it I'm could it, it could be because she died. Because I I was so connected to her strength. Yeah. And like for her, and oh my goodness. And when she died, like it was such an inappropriate time. It was Especially like Especially what she was saying. She, well, I'm like, <laughs> Can I be your left bitch? So when that happened, because I know I saw I saw the film separate from y'all. Yeah. We saw the same same yes, time, yes, but yes. separate from y'all. I was only in the movie that screamed when she got shot. Bitch, I screamed. Bitch, I couldn't when take she it. Said, I, Cause you could tell her vulnerability mm-hmm. by that was just like, okay, I'm down for this shit. Like you, you, you see me. I love you and all this stuff like that. And when she said, "I want to be a legacy," and got shot. I was like, oh, like I, I let out a whole yelp and like no one made a sound. And then I'm like, well, I'm affected. Yeah, I was. I was. I was. Cause it was random as shit. Yeah, I was it so wasn't at all. Oh, that was a surprise. I was surprised. <laughs> I was upset. I yeah. Mama yelled. Oh my goodness! It was just so many things. I and then I'm like, what is he about to do? Pick up. Like, cause I'm I'm like, it's so many options. I don't like. He could just stand there. Mm-hmm. He can fall to the ground. He can lean over and get. Like, I'm like, it's so many things to do. I but felt I'm like, how is for it him at that point in time. Death was inevitable for him because uh, now I, I did. Think, now I, I believe think, it. Yeah, I, don't I believe think that he would be able to go on. Yeah, no, without no, her. Yeah, I believe that he was most definitely. No, she was most definitely his strength. Like they, they, they got to the point that they fed off of each other. Yeah, like even when, like before the fuck boy showed up, he's like, "Get in the back and go to sleep. I'll stay up and keep watch. He'll yeah. take my jacket." Like just that, that, that protector mentality in that. Again, when you're weak, I'll be strong, and then vice versa. My yeah. favorite part was because she always already said she didn't believe in God. Yeah. Ooh. So, Ooh. You know what? Yes. Mm, Slim, I believe in you. That fucked me up mm-hmm. on so many levels because she's like, I don't believe in God, but I believe in you. Right. Because mm-hmm. he said, she's like, Oh, I swear to God, I swear on something you believe in. Yeah. I swear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, so magical, mm. so beautiful. Yeah, it and was. So once she got to a point where it's like, I believe in you. You are my legacy. I was done. Cause and she was the the cop that did it was just as the fuck is wrong. I was just like, and then even where did that come from? And then even when your coworkers, you could tell she was shooketh. And then even when your your commanding officers yelling at you again in typical practice. And again, this is just a little mm-hmm. tidbit with screenwriting. That wasn't believable that she was still on the line. Yeah. She should have been moved. Yeah, yeah, she should have been moved. And she was still there. And she was still there. Still shook as fuck. Aimed at Slim. And he like gagged like, why you shot her? Like that that wasn't in the plan. And then when you hear like on the news... When they were doing a news report, they were news break. No, but they say they like we they wanted to take them in, you know, so they could have their fair it's day. So, in court. It's so easy to tell your own to tell only one side of the story. But they were, and then they said they were, but they were armed 
and, and believed dangerous. But here's yeah. the juxtaposition: everybody who saw them in person never Loved treated them. them like criminals. Yeah. Never believed mm-hmm. them to be armed and dangerous. Even the fucking clerk at the thing was like, "Let me hold your gun because you ain't finna shoot nobody." Right. All these people believed them. Yeah, but yeah. because of the narrative the cops spent, and it was all about the cops, mm-hmm. it was like no, they're armed and dangerous. Because they have every right it. to kill them. They had to maintain that narrative to protect the lost life of the f- original officer, the yeah. one that killed the one that killed the the black person before. Like, what? Yeah. Which one? The the main the one that started all of this shit, the one that pulled them over, mm. like exhausted. I, listen, yeah. I think I think this this film, like I said, I don't so much. Everyone is 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 definitely welcome to believe and think and and vibe with whatever it is that they want. But I really don't want the conversation to end. So no whatever place. way y'all feel about mm-hmm. Queen and Slim, talk about it, Tell write us. about it. Hell, hit us up on our various social media platforms. Social media platforms. We're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, Confabulation QTPOC QPOC podcast mm-hmm. um you can find us on various podcast platforms apple apple podcast google podcast spotify, spotify. uh yeah. breaker and so many others uh the link tree is in our uh dms on uh our instagram our and then our link tree is phenomenal That's thank you producer thank you. um thank you all so much for tuning in and again sorry if we ruined this film for those of you that decided to be hard-headed and Should still stay on this film okay we said spoiler spoiler, uh, spoiler alert. alert the entire the entire time the okay. they don't listen and they don't read they, and y'all just gonna be <laughs> upset but we hope that this helped you fall in love with us even more. Yeah, hopefully Ooh, so. Queen's album was banshee. It was real cute. The Queen. boots. Queen. Listen. When I say I'm so ready for this soundtrack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's already out. Oh, is it? Because I was just aiming my life away. And it's out, I said, girl. And then um, Lauren Hill, Lauren Hill had ended it. them up. I said, oh. She was on time. But let me say this before Ooh. we. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Shady boots. Okay, I love Lauren They probably took the studio to her chat. But look. When like I we had to break the studio to I got to say this last thing about this movie, y'all. Yes, yeah, When um, an old boy, I think that was Slim, had asked a young man to come and take their picture. Yeah. Baby, and did y'all clock when uh, Queen had like this pose? Like, I think she had like her arms crossed or something. Oh, and then it. right before he took the shot, she put her arms down and looked down. Oh, that was so I lovely. said, oh. With that, my head. goodness, come on! This is about to get good. Yes. Oh my! Well, like she that. Knew what she was doing. That gave me life. Oh, and she's gorgeous. Yes. She is absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. And then one thing I still oh, like gay. am taking aback because yeah. you notice throughout the entire film, the name Queen and Slim was never mentioned. That's just the title. It wasn't. So, Lena Waithe, girl, what were you thinking? You should slide into Confabulation DMs you. and talk to us. We love you. I, I ain't seeing it. I'm, I'm going to need something else, Miss Waithe. I'm going to need you to give me something else. You can't even sequel this. You can't. can't. I mean, they did. Can't. I know that. Can't, but that's okay. Just make it happen. Make it happen, child. Like, you got to give Listen, us something and give me a, a little hope. Just a they, teach. I'm going to say, when you they started from playing this conversation. Moses Sumney, I cried. I couldn't take it no more. When they start playing Moses Sumney and mm-hmm. then all the flowers and all that, I was just done. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was done. I was like, can I please get out the theater right now? Because I need to go. You to know, that whole, like, the whole movie, I was thinking about this song um, by. Um, B.B. Borelli. Come on, music moment. B.B. Borelli has this song called Riot. 
I don't want to mess it up. I had pulled up the lyrics. But I love it to death, and you I sing it all the time. Copyright. I'm not. I know I pulled up the <laughs> lyrics. So, um, yeah, but I can sing it. Go ahead. And Come it on. won't sound nothing like the song, so they won't be able to Baby, get Baby, I got background. Go ahead. Okay. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> uh, she said, uh, let me see. Hey, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to fight to the day that I die. Yeah. I swear to God, I'm going to put that on my life. I'm shout. I can't think of it. And you claim you have bad memory, baby. If you can remember music I, lyrics from whenever ago, I'm, I'm a, good. I, I just feel like, oh, here it is. Oh, go ahead. Catch these lyrics. When I tell you through this whole movie, I was just thinking about this song, and I wish they had it on here. It came out in like 2015. It's kind of old. But she says, I'm going to fight till the day that I die. Swear to God that I put that on my life. And I'm going to try my best to love forever to enlighten. And I felt like that's what they were like yeah. trying to do in I this movie. I think that's movie. what the film was all about. I'm a spaz, baby. I'm a knight, and I'm a glock. Take off in flight, and oh, if yeah. you want to stop me, nigga, keep on trying. Be- that's first verse. I'm going to skip to second verse. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fist up till I stop breathing. Fist up till I stop wheezing. Haters gone forever hate me for no fucking reason. I'm speeding. I'ma keep trying. I'm going. I'ma keep riding. Even though life tries to hurt me every time. Chorus. If I leave, I'm not leaving in silence. Come on, chorus. You won't see me crying. You gon' see the fire in my eyes. If I go, I'm gonna start a riot. I'm fighting for my life. Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all everything tonight if I leave. Bitch, you better give me everything. When I take that movie, like this song for me spoke to that movie down to the ground. I'm like, give it all. I'm giving y'all everything if I leave. And that's how I felt that um, old boy was doing when he had picked up Miss Mama Girl. And he walked, he, I was like, BB Borelli, girl, I just need your song to come on right now. Cause he's like, I'm giving y'all, like, y'all took. This everything from me. My legacy. And this is, this is everything. Took his legacy. Like, and I'm just get. I'm giving y'all everything. She said, "I want to be a legacy," and he and they took it from him. Ah! But they gave it to us. I'm, I'm gonna go. Oh, now, I'm gonna now, go you see, now you see the hope. Now you have found the hope. Well, Miss Wade, girl, you probably. Okay, I'm feeling you a little bit, girl. What's Miss Mama's name who wrote this? Lena Wade. Miss Wade. Okay, Miss Wade. You Mrs. know I, She's married. Mrs. Wade. Ooh, why? You better be married. <laughs> I think I'm, I'm in the corner. I'm in the corner, child. No, you're on the line. I'm on the. I you're, think I'm over. I think over? I think I'm you're over the line. In I'm, her corner I'm in the corner. I, I'm for it. And see, I I I just I'm just I like absolutely uh I'm just <laughs> absolutely I was really very moved. I was actually more so looking at the romanticism mm-hmm. um and the poetic aspects of the film. It was um, pure that I that I really, really enjoyed and really was able to connect with. Um, so yeah, that that's that's my takeaways. But y'all, we keep talking yeah, and rambling. Yeah, we about two hours in. It is this, this movie? It it it, it deserves. Listen, we talked for the it same amount of time that the movie lasted two hours yeah. and twenty five minutes. All you need. Yeah, how you doing? Absolutely. Hey guys, thanks so much for um for tuning into this episode. Woo! Yes, uh, we really appreciate your ear. Um, we know it was a long one. We know it's a smart alert, but it was but cute. It was cute, and that's and cute. And you all are totally amazing. Yeah, so love you. 
Before we, we go, just, just again so to remind much. everyone, yeah, continue to follow us and us. add us um, on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Uh, Confabulation QPOC Podcast. You yes. can find our podcast on Apple, Spotify, Pocket Cast, mm-hmm. uh, Breaker, Radio Public, Overcast, and Anchor. This is Abe. This is Coach. And I am JR. And you're listening to Confabulation. Confabulation. Keep riding, people. So we much. love you. Oh, keep, keep fighting. Keep fighting. fighting. If I need I'm Y'all